on the app, online and across the Cape on 567 AM. This is your Cape Talk. 42 minutes after 9, you will note that I was actually trying to calculate, like 42, (laughs) I was trying to calculate 42 after the, I was like, how many, Uh, okay, now let's just go with 42, and by the way, you hear that laughter, eh? that (laughs) laughter is, is Tim Lundy, he's here, he saw my face, I'm like, yeah, it happens sometimes, Tim. It does. Yeah. It happens sometimes. You're like, time to how, time. Many, how many is that? Is that 18 or 17? Yeah, that's, <laughs> damn, that's 17. That's 18. Okay. Uh, we are hiking with uh, Tim Lundy. Tim, a very good evening to you. Thank you so much for joining us uh, again. Yeah, no problem at all. This well, time back in studio, yeah. back off the mountain. How was the snakes and the cottages in the... Didn't see any snakes? <laughs> you uh, No, saw no yeah. snakes at all. I, I looked for you, though. I did look. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that being said, Tim, today we are not hiking anywhere, but uh, we are going to be talking about weather conditions. That's right. Yeah. But uh, before we get there, perhaps on the rescue report. Yeah, there's just um, thankfully been only one this week um, on the weekend where some people had got lost on the back table and they were found. So it did, however, take quite a few hours to to get them back off. Um, so yeah, it does does take time. And um, by the time they got off, it was dark. You know, I'm 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 almost like you know in this in this in this time in the twenty twenty first century, how do you get lost? And then you think about how sometimes it's all good and well, and mm. then the next minute everything changes on you. Well, look, yesterday I was on the mountain. Um, funny enough, <laughs> and um, somebody came up to me out of the blue and just like, "Sorry, do you know the way down?" Oh, you <laughs> go like, how did you get up there? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If, if you don't know how to get up or you don't know how to get down, you shouldn't have been up in the first place. Ooh. And talking about that, I mean, the safety report? Yeah, so the safety report is actually no bad news at all. Um, and there's no other news at all. So safety mm-hmm. report is mm-hmm. kind of quiet mm-hmm. at the moment, which is uh, a good thing in a way, because we it means that nothing's happening that we don't want to hear about. If we were in church right now, I'd be saying, say it louder and say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to report on the safety side of things. But okay, I mean, if we're talking about reading the weather, uh, it's it's one of those things we, we all know. We should be able to know what, what, what you know reading the weather is all about. But what is reading the weather all about? Look, reading the weather plays a huge part when you're actually going out, when you're preparing for a walk. And I think a lot of people don't prepare for it and there are others that don't know how to read it either. Um, Cape Town in particular can be very, very difficult with the weather because it, it can you can have all four seasons in one day and sure. that can be um, very challenging when you're on the mountain. Mm. It, it, but is it, is, it, um, is it a very easy thing to do? No and yes. Um, it is relatively easy um, if, you, if you know what to look for. Um, the problem that comes in often is that people will read the weather where they are at home. And, uh. and then, now, let me take you back to last week when I was on the radio with you. Now, yeah. your experience down here was very different to my experience up there, yeah. yet I wasn't even a kilometer above sea level. I was looking on top of the clouds. You guys were underneath the clouds looking up at a cloud-filled sky. Um, where I was, it was about 17, 18 degrees. And it was almost a full moon, and it was a, a beautiful, beautiful night. 
But I know that down in the city, it would have been a very, very different story. Well, it was a different story altogether. Yet we are not too far apart from each other, and yet the conditions for the weather can be completely different. By the way, at home, if you're wondering how his face looked when he said that I was above the clouds and you were below the clouds, <laughs> it's exactly what you think. He, he was the, That face you thought he made, that's exact face he made. That's that slight smirk, you know, on the face, yeah. like, I'm a demigod. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I mean, is, is it a, a question of you become better at reading the weather the more you hike? Yes. Um, I, I believe that you do. You especially if you go through experiences um, where you think you've known the weather or you've predicted the weather properly and then it turns on you. The next time you're going to be a little bit more cautious because you're going to remember that time when the clouds were nice and clear but the wind was blowing from a certain direction. And we know that if it's a northwesterly wind, it generally means that there could be a cold front coming in and that we could actually have rain. Um, so it's very important to to pick up on those kind of things. There are little things, you know, often people say, like lion's head, mm. if there's no other clouds, my mother always used to say this to me, if there are no other clouds anywhere around Cape Town, but there's a tiny little cloud just on the top of lion's head, it means rain's coming. How don't true lie. that is, how true don't that is, lie. I don't know, but I have put it to the test, and it has happened that it very soon afterwards it has rained. And I'm talking in a couple of hours. Hmm. <sighs> We're going to talk about that later on because I want to know some other pointers of, of, of what you need to be looking out for. I mean, if we talk about, you know, in the pen- uh, peninsula, for instance, does the weather, uh, you know, do different things on the same day? Yes, and does different things in different places as well. So Cape Town, well, South Africa's general rain for, for the year is under the, the world average. Now, the world average is around about 500 or so millimeters. South Africa's average rainfall is about 460 to 480 millimeters. So we're actually below the world average. And yet you go to Camps Bay and that kind of rings true where you get 480 on average a year. You go onto the other side of the mountain. So you go directly straight over the top of the mountains and you go to Kirstenbosch. And you're looking at around about 1,200 millimeters per year. That's one of the wettest suburbs in mm. South Africa. Yet the two, there's only a mountain that separates yeah. them. And the reason for that is when the, when the rain comes in from, from the ocean, it hits the mountain. And so the rain hasn't quite started just yet. Hits the mountain and the cloud bursts. And, of course, it bursts onto the other side of the mountain. Okay. And so you get all the rain on the other side of the mountain. So when you're preparing for a walk... You've got to, let's say you're going from Kirstenbosch Gardens over and down Castile's Port to Camps Bay. You're going to be facing very different weather patterns, conditions patterns on the same day. Not well, always, but it, but it can yeah. happen. And so you, you need to be prepared for that kind of thing. You need to know that if you're going to go out and there is a cold front coming, that you've got to try and figure out or read all the apps and stuff like that as to when that rain is coming. And work out, do we need to have, do we need to be prepared for rain, which we always do anyway, while we're going up? And then what is it going to be like on the other side? And also what it's going to be like on top, because obviously, I mean, how many times have you looked at Table Mountain? There's a nice big cloud on top of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like right there. And the rest of the, the city is clear. Mm. Now, if you're up on that mountain, your visibility can be around about 10 to 15 meters, yet the rest of the city is nice and sunny. It might be blowing, 
but there's this cloud that's just hanging over that back that back table. And so the weather conditions up there are completely different to what they'll be down here. And that's why we always say, and this, I mean, this goes for any mountain, that whenever you're packing, always just pack for everything. You know, don't don't be caught out thinking, I've, I've been on a walk where it was 32 degrees at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And we got up to the top and a black southeaster had come in and and hit us. And all of a sudden we were in a torrential downpour. I don't even know which one is best. Is it is it the heat that you want when you're going up or coming down? Or is it the rain or the cold or weather? <laughs> I, I'm actually not sure now. <laughs> but to you listening at home, nine minutes now before we get to 10 o'clock, we are chatting to Tim Lundy. We're not hiking today, but we are talking about read, being able to read uh, the weather conditions and how important that is. And what are some of the things that you can look out for? 021-446-0567. Maybe there's some pointers that you can also throw in. Like uh, Tim said, uh, Elliot on if there's no clouds tim anywhere else but there's a small lion's cloud uh, sorry small cloud on lion's head yeah good chance that rain is coming yeah oh you do not know how i'm going to be using this like just, just in <laughs> my did... in my closed circles i'm going to be like guys by the way just so you know <laughs> put it to the test though yeah i have i have put it to the test sometimes it has failed but then I think there might be other clouds somewhere that I haven't actually spotted. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough. Let's talk about that. I mean, uh, w- when researching your weather patterns for you know for a new area, what should you be looking for? Yeah, if you if you're looking for weather patterns for a new area, just go and look at at what their weather patterns are like. What you know, what time of year does it rain? Because Cape Town's obviously very different to Johannesburg or to to Durban. So it's very important that you you are aware of what's going to happen before you get there, before you start. The other thing is that weather changes constantly. And so the weather reports that we get are more predictions than they are fact. Um, the predictions are quite close often, but it's, it's kind of a, a guessing game mm-hmm. based on what they're seeing at the time. And of course, those weather patterns all change all the time. I mean, if you look at a, a hurricane and you look at how yeah. they sort of predict that path, they really can't actually give you 100% certainty as to where that thing's going to go. They can be pretty spot on mm-hmm. most of the times, but sometimes it just takes a left where it wants to yeah. and off it goes. It changes its own route purely because of the temperatures and the, there's a whole yeah. lot of very um, uh, lots of detail yeah. that is much we don't really need to know that kind of detail but it there are a lot of little factors that affect a a, a weather system so you have to be really really careful about going and having a look at what a weather system is doing and then go oh no well if it's doing this then it, last time it, it did this and therefore that it's going to always do that it doesn't um weather Weather has a very funny mother nature. <laughs> Keeps yeah. throwing curveballs at us all the time. She has her own mind. Well, talking about that though, but I mean, there's so many apps now that one can, you know, log on to. I mean, is it is it worthwhile then to you know bank on the apps? So I've I've downloaded quite a few apps in the past, and I've got rid of of some apps because I just find for Cape Town they might be good for America or for Europe, but for Cape Town that particular app really doesn't hit the mark very well it you know and and you'll learn when it says it's going to rain and, and all the other apps are saying it's not going to rain and then it it doesn't rain then you know that app, you shouldn't really be following it um but also you shouldn't take just one app and take its word for for what it is i normally have three apps that i look and they will all be slightly different 
the wind speed, the temperature, um, the amount of rain that's going to happen if it, if it is, all of those kind of vary. And you can always kind of take a sort of an average between them and, and then work out hmm. kind of what's coming your way. And then prepare for it when you go onto the mountain, um, whether it be high, high temperatures. You know, if one's reading 37 mm. degrees and another one's reading 29 degrees, th- there's a huge discrepancy there somewhere. But you do know that it's going to still be quite hot. Rather go for the, the really extreme one and and decide whether you actually want to go out and, and walk in those kind of conditions. And if you are going to walk out and then be prepared to, you know, to go out. I did one in Grootwinter where we were walking mm. 37 degrees. I'd been watching it for about six or seven days. And it just, <laughs> the weather conditions just weren't getting any better. So we prepared for it. And I just said it to the beginning, at, at the beginning of the walk, I said to everyone, everybody, your water has to be topped up. Every time we get to water, we were walking near a river. So every time we got to the river, I said, I don't care if you've taken a sip of your water or your water bottle has to be full all the time. Mm. And we walked, I think, 23 kilometers that day and 37 degrees Celsius. One of the hottest days I've ever had to walk. Um, And one guy actually, even after all the attempts of trying to keep us hydrated, he still ended up showing signs of um, um, dehydration and um, lack of electrolytes. So I had a medic in the group as well. So I called him over and sorted him out straight away and we carried on going. 37 degrees. Very hot. Time is running away from us too because I'm listening <laughs> to you. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a couple of questions that I already had for you, but I need to know. I mean, in your opinion, then what's the worst weather to hike in? Lightning, I think, is probably my number one um, that I don't like. Heavy winds can also make hiking very mm. unpleasant. Um, and then, as you're saying now, 35 plus degrees Celsius is really yeah. it, it just makes walking. Hard, hard work because it just, just makes breathing hard work. Yeah. When you've got a big backpack on your back, it, it really makes things just that much harder. I'm hoping you always have a helicopter stand by because <laughs> at some point I'm just giving in. I mean, but uh, does bad weather affect the number of, of rescues uh, maybe every year? Yes, it does because of the fact that people don't prepare properly for bad weather. And I mean, we call bad weather. Bad weather can be cold. It can be hot. It's the the extremes, the, the kind of weather that we don't want to have. So, yeah, it does affect rescues in terms of the amount of people that have to be rescued. Obviously, the dehydration cases go up in summertime and the hypothermic cases go up in wintertime. And if you've got the right kind of clothing or the right kind of with water and mm then you can reduce that amount. And, and it's about trying to educate people to prepare properly for when they go out, check the weather because it is, it is vital. And it can, you, it can cost your life if, you, if you're not paying attention. I'm just sorry, I'm still stuck on 37 <laughs> degrees, 23 <laughs> kilometers. I'm still back there. Okay, okay, I'm hearing. But I mean, as always, Tim, uh, if we look into that, I mean, oh, maybe I can ask this. In terms of altitude, how does that affect the weather? Altitude can definitely affect the weather. If you look, again, just basic, if you look at Table Mountain, uh, it's a kilometer above sea level. The sea is just there. But again, your temperature is down at the ocean and nice and cool because you've got the breeze coming off the ocean. Whereas up at 1,000 meters, you've got different cloud, you've got different winds, 
going in different directions sometimes and bringing different kind of weather. And again, you look at, at the mountains, you'll see the clouds up there. And if people are up, they're inside those clouds. So it's a very different weather system up there. It's a whole different world, sound, exactly. the sound of it. Exactly. Tim, as always, though, if people want to get a hold of you, where do they go? Yeah, they can get hold of me on email, which is tim at capetownhiking.co.za. Facebook is Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy. Twitter is Hiking Cape Town. Um, or it is at Glam Trails is the, the new one. And Instagram is Cape Town Hiking and Glam Trails. On that, Tim, let's drum it once again to the listeners. It is important to check the your weather. weather. Check the weather before you set off and prepare for it.